Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, registered dietitian, picky eating specialist, and mama of two. You're listening to the Nutrition for Littles podcast, aimed at helping you raise healthy, independent eaters. Each week, we will tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby led weaning, and so much more. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking all about eating at restaurants with toddlers or little ones or picky eaters in general. So we're going to get into that topic. But before I do that, I want to say a quick thank you to one of you who wrote me a written review. I appreciate you guys so much listening, tuning in, subscribing, and especially leaving a written review. It helps me so much, not only uh, just connect with you guys, but also it actually shows my show to more people just like you, the more reviews it has. So thank you. Thank you so much. It does not go unnoticed. So this one is from Mel171969. Love this podcast. Five stars. The information that she provides on her podcast are absolutely amazing, especially when you have children that are a little more picky and have days where they don't eat as much as other days. She has helped me feel more relaxed with mealtime and isn't as big of a struggle to get my toddler to eat. Thank you so much. I am so grateful that I can just be a small part of your story and all the hard work that you are doing. And I just appreciate you showing up and thank you for writing that written review. Okay, I want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's podcast episode, not only for sponsoring, but also for the work that they do. Today's episode is sponsored by Safe Beginnings First Aid and CPR course. Holly from Safe Beginnings believes that being able to confidently react in an emergency is the peace of mind that every family deserves. And I agree. I want you to feel empowered to keep your family safe by taking her online first aid and CPR course, just like I did. I have taken a lot of CPR trainings over the years, and Holly's is by far my favorite. It's clear, concise, easy to follow, and truly puts your mind at ease as a mom. No matter the age or stage of your little one, this course is a must take. A quote I once heard by Max Mayfield has always stuck with me, and I want to share it with you. He says, preparation through education is less costly than learning through tragedy. And I don't want to be a downer, but this could not be more true when it comes to our kids. It's time to start feeling confident at the table. And I want you to get started today by clicking the link in the description box below and use my code Alyssa20 for 20% off. Trust me, this is a decision you will not regret. All right, now back to the show. So back to the podcast at hand today, we are talking about how to bring our picky eaters of really any age to the uh, restaurant, right? And what to do. So I have a few strategies for you to implement. Some of them really depend on your little one's age um, and kind of ability to communicate, but we're going to kind of walk through some of them. So for those of you with smaller children who you just feel like, oh man, this is going to be a rough go. What should I do? Should I make sure that they're really hungry? Should I feed them before I go? Should I pack a snack lunch? Like, what should eating at a restaurant look like? So there's a few things to consider. I think the first one, and this is really of any age that you have coming to a restaurant with you, is consider the restaurant, consider the ambiance, consider the pace at which the restaurant goes. 
And really ask yourself, is this the best place for my child? Now, sometimes it's unavoidable, right? It's an event or someone else is choosing the restaurant or uh, whatever it might be. You have reservations, your babysitter canceled, whatever it might be. Of course, it's not always in your control. But considering the environment, like there are certain restaurants that just take forever to get your food. And that's part of the experience. They like to wine and dine you and go through the experience slowly. Kids are probably not going to do well with slow. Even if they eat their food, typically kids only want to sit at the table for like 10 to 15 minutes max. So you either need another activity or my husband and I have a handful of restaurants that have like outdoor seating. And even some restaurants where there's outdoor seating with like a little play area for children nearby, you guys, if you can find this in your town, it is a game changer. Whether it's like a legit playground or even just some open space where they can run around is huge. And luckily here in Colorado, we have such great weather. We can sit outside nearly all year round. Um, And so that's really a priority for us when we pick the restaurant. So just considering the atmosphere, the pace at which the restaurant goes, um, how distracted your little one might be. Um, We also always ask for a booth and then we lock our kids in. They sit on the inside of the booth. We sit on the outside of the booth so they can't get out unless they crawl under, which my kids have been known to do. But that's besides the point. Uh, So those are some really good questions to start with. Is there a more kid appropriate or kid uh, friendly restaurant to go to? Um, Hopefully you have some restaurants in your area that think both for the parents and for the children. Um, And of course, that's always uh, something to consider. The other one is to consider the timing. Again, not always in our control, but if we can control the timing, make a reservation, show up early enough, um, do something while you're waiting for a table um, for yourself so that your child isn't just you know, sitting in one place and then moving to sit in another, they're going to get extremely bored, uh, can be really helpful. Um, if there's an area to go run around outside, or maybe you put your name in, hopefully they text you when your table's ready. You can go drive in the car, go to a park, go somewhere else while you're waiting for a table, bring some sort of game or activity for them to play with. I taught my son tic-tac-toe at a very young age specifically. So at restaurants, we have something to do together. Um, And, you know, really just kind of thinking through the whole process of going to a restaurant. We have had our fair share of going to a restaurant, putting our name on the list, and it being a 45 minute to an hour wait. And my children, it's then like, bedtime, right? (laughs) And that is the worst feeling. So try to go early if you can. All right. For these little ones, I like to kind of feed my kid before we go. So I give him or her um, or now them with multiple children a snack before we go to a restaurant. I have to be careful with my wording here because we actually haven't gone to many restaurants with both my children because for the majority of my daughter's life, we've been in a pandemic and there was no point in going to a restaurant. And so um, I really only have experience with my son, a little bit with my daughter, uh, but it's just kind of funny. Also with the second, it does tend to be more often than not a little bit easier because her brother entertains her um, so much so and keeps her like engaged and he's old enough to be on pretty good behavior now at the restaurant. He's six. So he uh, understands kind of those sorts of things. So just tune in whenever I say things kind of funny, that might be why. So uh, a great way to do it is to feed your kids before you go to the restaurant. I know that this is kind of controversial because A, you want them to be hungry, of course, for their meal at the restaurant, but my kids are worse over hungry than they are not hungry. And so in my experience, and this may not be true for you, it was really worth it to give them a nice hefty snack before 
going to a restaurant so that they were filled up. And typically by the time that we actually get a table and we order food, their uh, appetites have revved back up because they're like smelling food and there's food around. And uh, I try to maybe do some activity in between if we can, like I talked about before. So um, a nice good snack. And then you can kind of look at anything that they eat at the restaurant as kind of a bonus, like a bonus meal this day. So that's kind of how I've viewed it in the past. I've also been known to bring snacks, not necessarily an entire meal, but some snacks or sides that I think would go well with whatever they're going to order. So maybe some strawberries in a baggie or some snap peas or goldfish or um, a cup of milk. Even Uh, most restaurants do have milk, which is nice, but it's nice to just have that right away. Um, Or a little snack container that I serve alongside whatever meal they order. Uh, So that I have found really helpful. Uh, If you're able to time it right, uh, I don't think a snack beforehand is needed, but oftentimes I just find it's so chaotic and uncertain that it's worth it to me. So that's typically what I do. Um, Another tip for toddlers is to decide before you go. So look at the menu, decide what you're going to to order for them um, so that you're not sitting there trying to ask them questions that they're like already tired of sitting in this table. So I try to decide. Or if your little one's old enough to maybe give them two choices. So maybe the menu itself has six choices, but you only give them two, right? You're you're saying, okay, do you want the spaghetti and meatballs or would you like the mac and cheese, right? And so then you're just giving them the two options. As your children get older, um, especially once they're able to read and things like that, of course, giving them more options is great, but it can still be a really great tactic to get them thinking about what they want to order before they actually sit down um, at the table. Another one I love to utilize, and honestly, I don't know if this is going to go away anytime soon, no matter how old our kids get, of course, maybe once they're teenagers, uh, is to order their food before the adult's food or tell the waiter when I order all the food that, hey, the children's food can come out first. I have found that not only does this help my kids, they tend to um, get really fussy and frustrated when they're waiting a long time for their food, which honestly I do too, uh, but it really helps that way. Second is kids' food usually doesn't take as long to prepare at a restaurant than adult food. And so a lot of times it's just sitting up there um, underneath the heat lamp. So then I find this is so random, but it's so true that their plates are so hot when they come out. So I don't know if any of you guys have ever worked in the restaurant industry, but I was a waitress for a while. And I remember kids' plates just sitting under the hot plate and the plate would be like excruciatingly hot. And before I became a mom, there were times where I just, Bought, brought that plate to the table and just told him, oh, be careful, it's hot. And eventually I like caught on where I was like, oh, I should change the plate that this is on when I'm about to serve it to them. But that took me an embarrassingly amount of time, um, long amount of time to recognize. And now that I'm a mom, I'm always looking at the waiter like, really? You're just going to give me a scorching hot plate to a two-year-old? Great. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, but a lot of times then their food is like kind of old and kind of stale and not really ideal. So I like to put in an order and let them know it can come out first and get my kids eating on it first. That may not be your style. Totally fine with that, but just a little heads up that they will do that and it can be a very helpful tactic. If you are bringing a particularly picky kid to a restaurant um, and you even feel like nothing on the menu is going to satisfy them, um, then I would absolutely recommend bringing some of your own dishes um, or sides, I should say, rather, and using them at the table. There's nothing wrong. There ain't no shame in bringing out an applesauce or some strawberries or whatever your kid's like safe food is. Again, I would aim for the same kind of thing we do at home. So as long as there's there's a safe food served with whatever you've ordered them, um, 
that's that's what we can do, right? To set them up for success. Uh, the other option too is to give them some the run of the menu before you go. Hey, we're going to this restaurant tomorrow for dinner and I would love to sit with you and pick out a meal that you would like to try out tomorrow night at this restaurant and see how it goes. Um, And of course, just like we do at home, maybe packing a safe food or two so that you know that they're going to be set up for success if the um, restaurant doesn't happen to have those foods. It also kind of leads me to my next tip is don't feel like you're confined to the kid's menu. So if the kid's menu is not suiting their fancy, it's okay to order side dishes or a la carte or um, even adult dishes and split it with them or have them split the meal on two plates or um, or a, order them the adult meal and then uh, save the rest for later if they don't finish it. So all those things are okay. There's nothing off limits there. All right. My next tip is to have some sort of backpack or pack uh, that you create that's restaurant only toys or activities so that they get excited when they see it. If we're just bringing the same old toys or coloring books or pads or whatnot to the table at the restaurant that they see at home, they're probably not going to really capture their attention for very long. So this can be a really fun way to introduce a new coloring book or um, maybe just this coloring book comes out at restaurants or activity pad or sticker pad or whatnot. Um, one of our favorites to bring to a restaurant were those water wow, like uh, Imagine Ink type things where they couldn't necessarily make a mess, but it was really fun for them. Another one we've done is those like scratch off black sheets of paper that when they scratch it off, it's all colorful. We've done those. Um, my son was super into an Etch-A-Sketch for a really long time. He probably still would be if I brought it back out. So we only did those at restaurants. So some of those can be really fun. I wouldn't count on the restaurant to entertain your kid with like crayons and a coloring book. They don't always have those things. And when they do, sometimes their crayons are just not very effective, if you know what I mean. And maybe they're broken or maybe they forget to give it to you or the picture's not all too interesting. Or we even had the experience of it just being a little too old for our kid. Like there was like tic-tac-toe and a maze and connect the dots. And it was a little too old for my kid. And now it's a little too young for my children. So, or for my son, I should say. Um, so, you know, I, I like to maybe pack your own, something that's really interesting and will captivate them, especially in a restaurant. If there's TVs or other people, they're going to be really interested. Um, that's the other thing too, is you can people watch, you can, you know, use the tools at your disposal to entertain them, whether that's rewrapping and wrapping up silverware in the napkin or trying to make funny shapes out of the napkin or using it as a little sock puppet type thing, uh, folding their menu if it's like a paper throwaway menu into fun shapes. Uh, You know, just being really creative with what you have, encouraging them to use things in new ways. Uh, The last tip I'm going to lead you with, leave you with today is to practice. So I know this might seem really silly, but actually practicing going to a restaurant um, can be really useful. So whether that's at home, truly role-playing, like pretending that they are serving you food or that you're serving them food, setting the expectations of how we act and how long we sit and what we do while we wait for our food and that food takes a while to come to us, um, that it takes a while for mom and dad to pay the check, right? (laughs) Those things that they don't necessarily know because they've never experienced it can be really helpful to role-play out at home. And then, of course, ease your way into it. So maybe the first restaurant you go to is maybe a drive-thru, and then the next restaurant you go to is fast food but you're sitting in a like actual table, right? And then from there you move up to like quick food, what my husband and I call quick food, more like Panera, Chipotle, things like that. Um, And then you continue to graduate. So I think that's really uh, a great 
stepping stool to getting them to enjoying going out to eat as a family. I think making it really fun, having maybe some sort of fun ritual that you do as well when you go out to eat as a family, as like some sort of family date can be really fun. Um, Maybe it's that you order ice cream before dinner or that afterwards you go through a drive-thru and grab a milkshake or maybe you play a rock, paper, scissors during this time. And that's the only time you play that game together. Or you have a special hand clap that you do, or you go through the car wash, which my son always wants to go through before or after a meal. Something that makes it fun, a little bit different, a little bit more unique, a little bit ritualistic for your children to uh, get excited about it. So I hope this episode was helpful uh, with helping your little ones enjoy eating out with you at restaurants. I hope that's something that you attempt to do. I know it can be a big uh, feat for a lot of us, and it's easier to just order takeout or cook the food ourselves. Uh, And that is true. But I do think there's something to be said, at least for me, coming from a foodie to going to a restaurant and enjoying that time with our kids. Um, I will say the majority of going out to restaurants is done without kids. So take this episode for what you will. I do hope that it was helpful and gave you some ideas and strategies to implement to enjoy your time as a family even more. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review, which also helps other mamas like you find this podcast too. You can find more from me on Instagram at Nutrition for Littles. Do you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast? Email me at alyssa at nutritionforlittles.com. All right, until next time, mamas. Thank you.